Hold on, stop. Welcome back to the shit show 2.0. Okay, boomer. Damn millennials. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Even flirters who were obviously mentally ill. Oh, this is going to go downhill real quick. What is going on and welcome to Take On The World with yours truly, Jonathan, my man in a can, Jonathan. Jintel. Jintel again? <laughs> yeah, why not? And me, Mike, names. And me, Mike D. And we are here again with you to take on the world of... <laughs> you know what we're talking about? Nah, I just wanted to fuck with you. Dramatic pause. Oh, we got a pretty interesting topic today. It's about. I found it interesting as I started delving into it. Yeah. When you first said it, I'm like, <clears throat> like most things you say. What you the just fucking were talking about, John? <laughs> you just disregarded it. Nah, I didn't disregard it. I just. Uh, didn't think too much of it. Well, before we get into this, okay, I want to talk about your deconstructed wonton soup. Let me hear. What was it? Deconstructed egg roll. Oh, egg roll in a bowl. Egg roll in a bowl. Not the kind you smoke, but the kind you eat. I will put a picture of it right here. Right there. There. So, uh, me, me and Mike are trying to drop some poundage just for our good health and our trip out west. Yeah. The fact is, is I believe that I am too fat to trudge around the Rockies without getting myself a little more healthy. <laughs> yeah, we're both going to die. <laughs> but we'll die together. That's hand in hand? If you try to hold my hand, I will smack you. Dick and dick? <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> we could be chocolate twins? No. There's we'll take nope. a dump right next to each other? Nope. <laughs> that was the first time I ever... We're not it. sharing a shit log. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it it's, uh, takes a lot to have a good shit log. Back to the deconstructed egg roll. I, that's a winner, man. Dude, dude. Like, you gotta send me that recipe. I will. That That's so gay, but I will. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care. So good. Um... Very simple, too. No carbs, or very little carbs. It's uh, cabbage. I use ground turkey instead of ground beef. A little more healthy. Uh, sesame oil, a little vegetable oil. <laughs> you, know, you, know almost, you know what I almost told you? I said, you know what this thing needs? <laughs> a wrapper. A wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Deb said? Deb said, we should get some wrappers and just toast them, and we could dip it in and eat it. <laughs> Just eat an egg roll. <clears throat> or I could just go to the Chinese place and not have to spend an hour making it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Chinese food anymore is fucking expensive. Egg rolls are still like a dollar, bro. I know, but you you don't only just get an egg roll. I could get egg rolls. and But you don't. I wouldn't. Yeah. Nobody does. But I could. You get the, the fried wontons. Oh, the fucking fried wonton wonton. soup. Nah. I like... Uh, Fried wontons, that's that's the shit, bro. Lo mein. Steamed and fried. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
with the hoisin sauce. Yeah. I think I'm going to have an orgasm. Get it all. Yeah, you wind up getting Chinese food now. It's like 60 bucks. And you're hungry two minutes after you're done. You're hungry two minutes later. So. Oh, that filled me up pretty good. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. So that was our podcast fuel this week. I did not put anything on the smoker. No, no smokage meat. No smoked meat. I wonder if I could have made that on the smoker. No. Probably not. No. I'd like to try it, though. Why? Just because I like everything on the smoker. <laughs> it does not. That does not need to be smoked. I like using my smoker. <laughs> wonder if I smoke my dick. <laughs> what happened? Would I ever need to wash it again? <laughs> of course you would. I smoked my balls. Yeah, yeah, on the first date. Like, what's that? What's that smell? Like, you get done eating like a nice, good, like Asian dinner or whatever, steak dinner. An Asian steak dinner? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I smoked my balls over the weekend. I smoked my balls last night before I came over. I want to know if you like your balls you, smoked. You, you can do it like that, how they do the whiskey, where you just like cup your nuts. <laughs> with the glass, with the little swing, like just sit there with a glass cup over your fucking, over your cock and balls. <laughs> oh my God. How are we friends? <laughs> you found me. You were attracted to me. Anyways, uh, without further ado, a bit a doigt. Our topic today is I don't know. The infamous Oh Plum Island. Plum Creek. Plum Creek. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that where you get ice cream? Uh shit, damn it, yes. Plum Island. I stand corrected, folks. Plum he, he stands ah. corrected, he sits corrected, he lays down corrected. Mm. Plum Island is in New York? Yes, it's less than 100 miles from New York City, and it is the Plum Island Lab, right? which uh, the U.S. government conducts top-secret experiments there. Basically, from everything I researched, this is the Wuhan of the United States. I wouldn't be surprised if this is where coronavirus came from. But they're not very secretive about anything. Mm, some people say they are, some people say they're not. Well, this also has been linked to an Al Qaeda plot and Nazi scientists. I did see the Al Qaeda plot. I have that in my notes right there. Yes. So, uh, it's less than a two minute chopper ride from the tip of Long Island, which I think is five miles from Long Island. And it's this lonely little island in the middle of the coast. Uh, where do I start here, Mike? Dude, you start at the beginning. Yeah, I told you I had choppy notes, though. <laughs> I told you to keep me on track. Okay, get get on track, boy. The south side of the islands are abandoned ruins of the original lab run by Nazi scientists. And that, Were they Nazi scientists that were brought here by the U.S. government after World War II? Yes. Okay. So, right after World War II, uh, in Operation Paperclip... I remember that. They brought over Nazi scientists 
to the U.S. to contribute to rocket science, whatever the hell they were working on over there. Nuclear and... Nuclear. They they grabbed them up before the Soviets could get them, because they thought that we better get them before they did. So, you have Eric Traub, who worked for um, Heinrich Himmler, who is a leader of the SS, and all those terrible... Look him up. Bad dude. Bad, bad dude. Evil doer. Not a nice guy. So Eric Traub was brought over here in Operation Paperclip. And his goal was to set up a lab that would infect ticks with deadly diseases for biowarfare. That was his main goal. Now also with uh, Operation Paperclip, you had... um, I almost said Eric Von Donneken. It was, uh... Oh, God, I thought I wrote his name down here. It was the, uh... The head of, basically, one on the the form NASA. Um, rocket scientist. Werner Von Braun. Sound familiar? Werner Von Braun. Get off your phone, Katie. (laughs) Is, Is that like Von Eric? No. Eric Von Donneken, no, he wrote Chariots of the Gods. No, but uh, Warner Von Braun, he went on to head to form NASA. So, really smart guys. But, uh, there's a lot of things that I found with this episode that are conspiracy and non-conspiracy. So, when I went down this road, I found one that was more like, this is not a conspiracy. This island is set here to help you guys, help the American Americans, and, you know, so we're not hit by a terrorist attack or whatever. Uh, you're, you're Basically, you're safe. Nothing breaks out. Nothing gets loose that we can fight. But this is, like, this, this is a place where they do yeah, uh, research into biological warfare. Virus warfare. Well, so the facility claims that they don't. They 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 claim that it's not bio warfare. Well, oh, okay, okay. That that's semantics, I think. Right. So right now, I guess it's led by uh, the the Department of Homeland Security, and that was after nine eleven. But this is the only place in North America. That has a vaccine for hoof and mouth disease. Do they? Did you know that? No. Plum Island houses the only hoof and mouth disease vaccine bank in North America, which means a, it maintains a, vira, a variety of vaccines that have been developed to combat more than 60 different strains of disease. Okay, so you can take that. Let's run How's with that. How's that? Not, not bio warfare. Okay, hold on. Well, let's run with this. This okay. is what I found. Uh, so this... Uh, they claim that they only do animal disease. It's an animal disease research laboratory. And one guy says, if you take the word government and laboratory and mix it with a place you're not allowed to go, automatically there's a conspiracy theory. I agree thanks with that. To, thanks to uh, science fiction. I agree with that. Okay. This is considered the Area 51 of East Coast. Right. 
So they believe there's alien technology, DNA modification, and they claim it's all false. I forget. I should have wrote the guy's name down, but he was like, I don't know, the spokesman of Plum Island. Oh, so he's like their press guy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like if you and me had a press guy, they would say, well, they're not vulgar at all. Right. <laughs> well, he goes on to say, the reasons why we're here is to keep hamburgers from being $100 a piece. So I guess if shit got poisoned with hoof and foot and hoof, foot and mouth, what is it? Hoof and mouth? Foot and foot and mouth disease. Ass to mouth disease? Ass to mouth disease. ATM <laughs> disease. Uh, he says, just trying to protect the nation's livestock, which protects the economy. There's no classified work. They publish all their work, which do they really? I, I don't know. I found a report, which I'm going to link. Okay. It's a PDF, uh, an, but it's a redacted report. So okay. what are you redacting if it's not? Right, right. You right. know what I mean? So they said to keep out disease like foot and mouth that hasn't been there since 1929. So I, I guess that's a good thing. It hasn't been there since 1930, the 30s. Which they did have a little slip up in the, like, I think, 75 or one of their negative airflow fans malfunctioned and then some of the virus got out, but they don't say that anything was affected. They said it was just a, a mess up, pretty much. Um, also, it would cost upwards of $150 billion to recover from a foot and mouth disease outbreak. I believe that that's how much damage it would do to the economy. Yeah. I could see that easy. I mean, that's you're hitting our breadbasket. Pretty much. Well, if I can't have a steak, I get hangry. I don't get hangry without a steak. Now, the guy goes on to say that what they do there is they recreate pathogens that could cause a potential pandemic, then study it and see where they come from. So, is this guy's name Verico? Oh, no, I don't think so. V E R R I C O? Maybe. Because, because his statement. On that I have in my research, despite all the secrecy or security measures, Plum Island does not work in secrecy. That's quote, probably the same guy. Could quote, we actually don't do any classified work at all. Our scientists publish reports on everything we do. That's got to be the same guy. Even though some of the reports are redacted. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, what, what else is there? He says they're learning how pathogens will change in certain environments. That sounds a lot like Wuhan. And study what opportunities we might provide pathogens in the world at large. So what we would contribute, like, do we use too much Clorox bleach that they become immune? Okay. Um, Which is all good research. What is our impact? Yeah. So they're what this is what they're trying to say is they're leading us to believe that there's nothing wrong. Like, just let us be. We're doing you guys good. Nothing to see here. Move Nothing along. Nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> and then um, uh, to add on to that, he says, you can recreate this in the secure labs to see how pathogens will change. You can study how these pathogens are changing in ways to allow them to have a pandemic-causing potential. If they can figure out that uh, they can contain them 
before they start to spread. So does that does that make sense? Yeah. But this is a facility. See, viruses are always mutating. Right. So one vaccine will not work for everything. Right. Just like they're finding out the new that yeah. some of the coronaviruses aren't affected by the vaccines that are currently on the market. Blah 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 blah. But this place uh, in 1971, New York Times had an article that basically described this facility as the Devil's Island of the deadliest animal diseases, disease germs known to man. Right. And described the elaborate security measures they have there, including airlocks, mm-hmm. which makes sense if you're doing that kind of research. Like, uh, holding tanks of sterilized wastewater from mandatory showers that were taken by staff members who had to take a shower every day after they leave work. Right. So, deca- decontamination showers. Um, I guess there's some nice beaches on this island. And they have a 24-hour, round-the-clock security patrols to keep boaters away from landing on those beaches. Because you're out on the boat, you see, hey, there's a nice beach over there. Let's just go land there. Have a picnic. <laughs> right, yeah. And then they get hooked from mouth disease. <laughs> right. So, apparently, this is like the highest bio-level safety lab. Wuhan. So, I guess it only goes up to four? I don't know. I think it's four. I have here, it's an, a level four biosafety lab. Um, they test for foot and mouth disease uh, on already infected animals. How many already infected animals do they have? They don't say. Uh, so, all this, the first... Well, I wasn't going down this avenue when I first studied this. Okay. This is like the, hey, we're a good cause. Everything I've researched before this was like, it's a conspiracy. And then I found this and I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, this makes sense. Well, you go and, along with this and some of the things that we talked about with the uh, deformed animals that were found near there. Right. I'm just wondering. It uh, makes you question things. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I have a couple more more notes here. Uh, here's another one. It says, "If you well, this is the same guy he says, if you can predict how a pathogen might change or how a pathogen is changing, you can potentially stop a pandemic, I, except for the coronavirus." I agree. Uh, so basically, this facility is is. It's kind of protected, but it's not. Um, and they're under a lot of controversy. That Well, anytime you try to do anything and you have to hold something back, right? there's going to be controversy. There's going to be conspiracy theorists. There's going yeah. to be... Well, they said that they, they have, they have like uh, sloppy standards. Things are getting out. Uh, they're doing experiments that we're not aware of. And it's just... Uh, it's just a... It's a cause for it's 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 a, it's a disaster in the making. I could see that too. I think that's where what happened with Corona with Wuhan. Yeah. So uh, this was, and I don't know where they're at now, but I think as far as two thousand, they've been talking about this since I think two thousand and eight, and I don't know if they've done this already, but they were moving the facility to Kansas, where they'll be working on pathogens that not only kill animals, but also kill humans. 
So on Plum Island, it was just animal research. But doesn't foot and mouth disease kill no, human? No, does not. Doesn't? No. Unless it, I guess it's a mutated strain. If you eat an infected cow, no, you don't. There's no danger. No. Just boil the meat and it's cool. Boil the meat. Boil the meat. You're good. So there was another concern for that. Oh, you go in the middle of Kansas. That's right. That's in cattle country. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So if you have an outbreak there, you're gonna basically destroy the whole food economy. And so there's a lot of a lot of alarms being raised there. But now I'm gonna kind of go into like the conspiracy theory of this. Okay. So hit me up because I love hearing this shit. All right. So we already established that the guy, the guy that I was talking before, that was saying, "Oh, there's nothing going on here." He says, "Oh, there was never any Nazi scientists here working at this, at this place." So no paperclip people there. No paperclip. That's that's a lie. Which I, he says is a lie. But Eric Traub, who was a Nazi soldier, was brought over here, and his idea was to start this facility to infect ticks uh, with diseases and basically do like a tick bomb. It's like a little natural warrior. So that went on and on. 2001, uh, it was taken over by Homeland Security. And in July of 2008, there were apparently, I guess, two. I didn't know there was two. I thought even thought there was one, but two Montauk, what they call Montauk monsters. Like, this is how this started with you and me. Yeah, yeah. The Montauk monster. Yeah. So you research Montauk monster, uh, you'll come to find uh, stuff a, about a weird, a weird looking carcass. Yeah, it was this weird looking. Some people think it was a, a, a like a, a raccoon that had like no fur on it. Yeah, but it, it had a turtle a, without a shell. An, like it had an, like an avian beak. Like a uh, yeah, bird's beak. And it had like claws. Right. Definitely, totally weird. I wish we could pop a picture of it up there. I mean, I, I could probably pull one up because I I did research it. Yeah, so this thing washes up on shore like, what, five miles from Plum Creek on, uh, I forget the beach, but it was right across from Plum Island. And there's videos of it, pictures of it. People are saying, "What the hell is this thing? It looks like a looks like a monster." Hence the name Montauk Monster. Well, it, it looks like, like a pit bull that's partially decayed. Yeah, I don't know what, but it's small. If you look at it, it's probably. Although these pictures really don't give you a reference, it's probably like two feet long. These pictures give you no reference for size. Well, first off, it was bloated. Well, here's one with a piece of paper next to it. That's as big as my pity. Your pity don't have a beak nose. Well, it, it looks like the like bacteria or something. Like you know, when an animal dies, start decompose. It looks like it just decomposed there quicker on the yeah. snout. I mean, it's it's definitely weird. Could be a pig. Definitely weird. It could be the elusive land hippo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell that is? It's got like two front fangs. That could be a pig. A pigs go feral pretty quick. 
it almost looks like a cat or a dog. Oh, that fur looks thick and coarse like a pig's fur. Yeah. But I don't think they have pigs all the way up there. You could have pigs anywhere. So a lot of people think that this was a, you know, a escaped or mutated raccoon, turtle without a shell. See, those are all smaller animals, and this does not look like this picture here. That looks like a regular eight and a half by eleven piece of paper. Yeah. Here's one floating. Here's a picture of what they thought it could be. <laughs> yeah, okay. That was like a kangaroo. Here's one with a lighted tail. And then they, uh, they didn't, the guy didn't say, but there was a, a second Montauk monster that washed up in the same area. And was that, wasn't there three altogether? There was two, two monster-like things and a human body. The, there was two that were photographed, and then a the third one that the people okay, I didn't took, know about the third one. The, the, the people took away, and they put it in some kind of frozen cooler. <laughs> Because they didn't. They said I hope that, that was a Yeti cooler, fool. They 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 said that the first two, like mysteriously disappeared. The carcasses just disappeared. So they took the third one and they put it in an undisclosed location. Yeah, of course they did. I don't. Know what the fuck but there's is. like there's no pictures of it anywhere. That's it's definitely really weird looking. It is weird looking. It looks like something partially decayed. It yeah. it, it could be a piglet. It could be a Small dog. It could be. It could be a guinea He's pig. For all I know, mutated monster from. I don't know. I don't experiments see. at Plum Island. I, you decide. It could be. You decide. However, it is very odd that it washed up on the shore there. Yes. But I guess the conspiracy theories around this place is okay. You're not only doing experiments with bio warfare, which you will not admit. Like, oh no, we're just doing research on animal diseases so we can protect the the uh, human uh, uh, the american public and protect the livestock in case they get a disease we can combat it right away we've already had the disease and we can get a uh, a vaccination for it so a lot of people are like yeah okay well you're dealing with a lot of you know bizarre really lethal shit you don't tell anyone and it's it's in the middle of the ocean, or not in the middle of the ocean, but like right off the coast, which could be attacked really easily. And here I find this interesting. This is actually kind of fucking scary. So I think, yeah, also in 2008, this woman, Haifaya Sadike, a.k.a. Lady Al-Qaeda, she was the seventh most wanted terrorist in the world. She was a Pakistani scientist. Well, she was actually captured in the United States with a dossier of handwritten documents which talked about a mass casualty attack, and they named Plum Island as one of the attack yeah, the, uh, the spots to, 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 to be blown up. I had that. that in my notes somewhere. Right there. So it's definitely on... In 2008. It's definitely on the watch list. And what you were talking about is it being shut down. It's supposedly slated to be shut down in two years from now. Okay. In 2023. But, yeah, that's shut down, but they're moving somewhere else. Yeah, to uh, Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, right in the heart of cattle country. $1.25 billion project under construction. So you got to think of, like, tornadoes, 
Are, are they keeping that in mind? I'm sure it's an underground facility. I would hope so. Uh, and here's another thought that I, I thought was really interesting. So this guy, Randy Sykes, Sykes! Uh, he claims he has... Uh, he claims he has documents from the federal government from 2005 that list the bioterror agents they were working with, which include anthrax, cholera, desert fever, Lyme's disease. And on these documents, uh, they're saying that it was for biowarfare. I, I believe that. So that's the first time like he has pr- solid proof, a smoking gun. That no, this is not just research. It's for bio warfare. I, I I believe you. I don't think you do any any research. Like honestly, do you, you do research on wolf and mouth disease without seeing how you can weaponize it, right? Or how you can defi- Like maybe you need to know how it's weaponized before you can. I, I think this is a little bit against both. the weaponized yeah, thing. I think this is a little bit of both. I, I, they're, I, they're I think both. it only makes sense. Now he said it also that, it also makes sense to me at the same time to kind of hide that from the public a little bit because public opinion and what we did well, around... You, don't, you, our, don't, you want to have a poker face. You don't want to give away all your secrets. Right. Absolutely. What we talked about in our, our last our last episode of Cancel Culture, uh, you know, this is some scary shit. Yeah. And do you really want to get people up in arms about it? Have yeah. them up there protesting? You and I both know that the federal facility that was not far from our facility, they had protests there like on, almost on a weekly basis. Yeah. Well, this this guy, Randy Sykes, claims that he has Lyme's disease. And that's what had prompted him to do this. Now, uh, there's another man, I forget what his name is, but he went to the government facility. I guess he pulled a FOIA, uh, uh, Freedom of Freedom Information, information yeah. on getting the documents from what Eric uh, Traub was doing in World War II. With the infected ticks, because right in that and those those uh, federal government uh, uh, documents said they were working with Lyme's disease to weaponize it. I believe that. So he he I guess he pulled a FOIA and said, you know, I want to see the paperwork that what was this Eric Traub Nazi scientist doing with these ticks and Lyme's disease. And of course, they said, "Well, we don't have the we don't have any documents on that." There's no documents on that, right? So, anybody else who knows papers, please. Yeah, papers, please. Everything's gonna be well documented, especially if you're dealing with something like that. Oh yeah, and, and, and if you think about it, if they were working with Lyme disease and ticks, some of these ticks, how small they are? Oh, they were like the, the size of a like the the, the, the head the of pin, a pin. Yeah, yeah the pin so of a head. One of them head of a pin, pin of getting pin. out on someone as they're leaving the facility. I don't or think that's beyond the pale. Birds that visit the facility, you know, land there. Yeah. They could be infected with hundreds of them. Well, a bird would probably eat them. Birds eat ticks. Yeah, but... But the, the, the likelihood of it getting out is very high. Absolutely. Uh, he also says that they, that this, on this uh, document, that they actually have a patent for this type of Lyme disease. So I'd like to research further into that, but um, and you didn't because I can't find any you information. Failed. I failed. <laughs> I'm going home with my moonshine, <laughs> maybe. Allegedly. But, 
there there's no information on it that I could find in the two hours I was doing this. <laughs> but uh what here's another thing I think is weird. So there's a town in is it Rhode Island? No, no, it's Ma- uh, Ma- fuck. I should have written it down. Massachusetts, I think. It's called uh, Lyme, Lyme, Massachusetts, or something. You lie, me bastard. And they said that's what Lyme's disease was named after. Was that town? So what are the coincidences that that's where they first saw Lyme's disease? Was two miles away from Plum Island, where. They allegedly have a, a, a patent on the Lyme disease who has been, you know, trying to affect ticks from some fucking crazy Nazi scientist. Yeah. Where is it? That, well, that just says Lyme disease is in Massachusetts. It doesn't say Lyme, Massachusetts. Lyme, Rhode Island? Oh, fuck, I don't know. It's like there's like Boston, New York, Rhode Island. Uh, I think the closest is uh, Staten Island. It's literally like a stone's throw from. There's a Lyme Center of New England in Rhode Island. Lyme disease treatment in Rhode Island. Maybe it's not Rhode Island. Lyme. I don't know. There's some town called Lyme. Lime, Connecticut. There we go. Bingo. Lime, Connecticut. So it's not the mass holes. It's not Rhode Island. It's Connecticut. The Connecticut. So uh, allegedly, that's what Lyme's disease derived. I guess that's where it first popped up, and that's what they named it after Lyme's. There's also a time of town of Lyme, New York. <clears throat> So, I mean, uh, uh, definitely this place is kind of scary. And they went on to say, like, how would you, what would it take is you go rent a boat and go freaking drive up to it and blow the place up. Yeah. So, which would, I, I would understand why they want to move it off of that island. But you're kind of getting close to the heartland. You better have your shit. You know, in, in top shape because if something escapes there and, and it affects, it's not the just going to wash up on the shore of the next town over. <laughs> yeah. So I really didn't think it was. I thought I was going to go all conspiracy with this, but I'm glad that I found this first part that this guy Wait. was saying that you know it's all bullshit, dude. He's like, we're just here. There's no fucking bone talk monster. We're not experimenting on humans. We're not this. Yeah, we've had a couple mistakes here and there, but. For the most part, we're doing good. What I've found since we started doing this is there are conspiracy theories abound about a lot of things. Everything. And the more that you actually sit down and do the actual research, you find that there's really a plausible explanation for most of it. Yeah. And maybe the conspiracy theories are kind of off left field yeah 
I think the only conspiracy theory that I found with this was that there was the Montauk monster, and there was that, that there was a man that washed up on Plum Island, uh, a dead body, and they said that it had five holes in his in his head, and he had elongated fingers. Well, he could have been Johnny Longfingers from New York, uh, right, the mafia, yeah, yeah. And, and shot because he snitched on somebody. Yeah, yeah right. So. I mean, so I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, if he washed up on Plum Island, why would they call the cops or the Coast Guard? Why not just hide the body and burn it? Or if he washed up on Plum Island, yeah, bury it. Or why would they call authorities and and and, and, and hey, look at this! That? Look what we found! Right. This really weird right. thing that came from our facility. Right, exactly, exactly. But that's what I say about a lot of conspiracy theories that when you sit down and you look at them. The, the conspiracy part of it is really a stretch. Right. Where the, the most reasonable explanation is probably the truth. I think the most reasonable explanation is exactly what I read in the first half there. Like, they are doing, you know, research on to how to stop foot and mouth disease right. from destroying our economy and killing us all. Right. But I don't think you can do that without without looking at the weaponized portion of it. Right. Yeah, because they got to look at, like, okay, what if our adversaries want to do this to us? Wait, so if, you, it's like chess. If, if, you if, think if it's Mike has ahead. foot and mouth disease in a jar, how would Mike use it? But Crazy John, he might have well, the crazy one. Well, I'm just, in this scenario, you're crazy. But Crazy John, how would he Forgot the it? pathogen in his house. Yeah. He, <laughs> you know, he's crazy and wants to kill a lot of people because he hates people. And how would how would he use it? Well, you have to look at that. Yeah, it's just like the, the exactly the, the government has plans for scenarios. It's chess, bro. That may never happen. They have plans for a zombie apocalypse, <clears throat> which more than likely will never happen, but despite what you see on Sunday night I, on TV. I think their their legit biggest concern is how vulnerable this place is. I don't know that it's that vulnerable. I think they just want to move it because. There's a lot of spotlight on it now. You well, know, they've been wanting to take on the since... world has taken on Plum Island, so now everybody knows about it. All right, but they've been wanting to move this since before 2020. I think it was like 2008. They were talking about well, that's because we we thought about doing the podcast then, <laughs> and they were afraid that we we'd stumble on it. I just got high. I didn't even know you in 2008. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, we thought about it, but uh, I mean, it's a legit concern if you have all this. Listen, it's probably a fucking outdated ass facility. Uh, absolutely. With, if it's been there since the seventies, like I think uh, you can pretty much just boat right up to it. You're gonna have the Coast Guard harassing your ass. No, it's been around since the nineteen fifty four. Yeah, right after World War Two. Well, the, the scientists came over in in like forty six, but fifty four is when this facility was officially opened. Yeah. I mean, so you, I mean, you think they're, but that's, I don't know, that's really scary. Yeah. But it's a mile and a half from Long Island. Yeah. So they, they, this one guy, or a lot of people really do believe that Lyme's disease escaped from Plum Island. And it was just a fuck up. That could be. And that's how. Well, that's what I'm saying. One of those ticks, as small as they are, and the way they breed, yeah, could have got out on somebody. And, yeah, absolutely. And you'd never see the thing. Well, I get, I, 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 
uh, pop positive for Lyme disease every time I'm tested. Really? Yes. I don't have it, but I was given the vaccine for it, and the vaccine's a live vaccine. Hmm. And actually, the our, our employer gave it to me. No they, shit. They offered it to me. I took it. Can you, can you get it whenever? What? They don't give the vaccine anymore. No, they don't. No, because you, every time I, I get a Lyme disease test, they have to notify the CDC because I come up positive. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But I can see them wanting to move it to Kansas. Uh, well, there's a lot of open space in under, Kansas. Underground facility. It's never going to be touched. But that's... Listen, people, these are just... What you're going to do in Kansas is going to be an old drive-in theater <laughs> up top. Yeah. And you go down in the ice cream cooler, <laughs> and this is this state-of-the-art facility under the ground. But I, I don't know. I, I, I truly believe that they're doing both. I, always, I don't. I don't always think the government's completely diabolical and and out to kill everyone. I don't think they're out to kill, but I think it, responsibly you have to look at every aspect yeah. of these diseases that affect animals and people. To and, and people don't want to hear that. No, people it's don't like. Like I said before, right? Uh, if you take the word government and laboratory. And mix it with a place you're not allowed to go. Right. There's going to be a conspiracy. <laughs> exactly. Area That's 51. so true. And, and legitimately, in my research, it's called the Area 51 of the East Coast. Right. Just like uh, uh, Kecksville is the Area 51 of or Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just... Yeah, our, our government would Oh, the be, Roswell. The Roswell of Pittsburgh. Our government would be stupid not to want to delve into how can we make this a weapon or if this was a weapon how do we combat it yeah how do we combat this weapon and sometimes you need to create the weapon to defeat it right and that's exactly kind of what they were saying and, and that doesn't lend any comfort to a lot of people because you know there's a general distrust of the government right and there's that that constant in the back of your head well what if this facility blew up or was a part of a terrorist attack. Well, what if the wrong person's in charge? Wrong person's in charge. You know, and and when you start off a program like this with a Nazi scientist who... <laughs> right. Like, you... Like, a lot of the Nazi scientists were forced into their vocation. Yeah. They, they were forced to do what they, they had to do. It was either do that or die. I get that. I, I don't let it be an excuse for their actions, but... It is what it is. So now they're liberated from the, the Nazis, and now they're working for us. But who's to say all of them didn't have pure thought? Who, who's to say some of them weren't actually evil? Right, right. Well, you look, you look at you have Eric Traub, yeah, who worked under Heinrich Himmler, which he basically yeah. designed the gas chambers. Obviously, Himmler was a legitimate piece of shit. Yeah, was Eric Traub an acolyte or was he was he drug along kicking and screaming yeah uh it's hard to say because usually in that type of situation when you have that much sway and that much power the guy's just going to go along with you well i go to um uh recently in our news recently uh gina Carrera from mandalorian she made the comment of well it wasn't it wasn't so much what the Nazis were doing 
because what they were doing was bad enough. But what your neighbor did to protect themselves, to say, oh, he's a Jew. Mm-hmm. Come get him. Right. And now she was bashed and, and canceled for that and and removed from the Mandalorian and, and all kinds of other stuff. But the, the, the behind her statements, a lot of truth. Like, it wasn't a false statement. It's just something that people don't want to hear. Right. So it's almost like they blamed her for taking the the blame off of the Nazis. Right. And she, that's not what she was doing. If if you read her statement, that is not what she said. There was truth in both were happening. Yes. The the Nazis were doing horrible things and some people's neighbors were doing horrible things to protect themselves. And you, you see that now, maybe they're not, you know, doing, uh, mass executions, but in like China where they have the, the social currency, it's if you don't um if you hang around with unsavory people or you don't make the right life choices, they'll cut you off. No, you can't have that credit card. You can't travel overseas. Oh yeah. Or if you do do good and you oh toe the party line. That guy over there, see him, he talks out about the government. You know, you get but more social credits. That that happened <laughs> to one of our favorite YouTubers. Uncle Roger. <laughs> really? He got caught up in something. There was a chef from China that he col- did a collaboration with, and that chef from China said something against the Chinese government, and he was canceled for like they they were trying to attach Uncle Roger to it, mm-hmm. and I don't know the whole story. I I only saw bits and pieces of it, but like it like he was demonetized in China. Uncle Roger is. Yeah, like on, but that's what they do, and that's the same thing in in, in Nazi Germany. So right. you had both happening. Like, yeah, I, do you want to be that good? Do you want to be the good soldier and rat out your neighbors who might be harboring somebody? Or I'm sure the same thing happened in like the um, Civil War. Well, it happened in Roman times. It's always yeah. happened. It's always people will look out for their 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 own self interest. <clears throat> and okay, but does that mean? In, they're an inherently bad person, or was it just self-preservation? Yeah, I don't know. Where do you draw the line between self-preservation and... Like you and I have both said on numerous occasions, we would do anything for our children. Yeah. Okay. What, what does anything entail? Like, so if you knew that, okay, slavery is bad, but you had a family come up to you and be like, listen, we're running from somebody who's trying to kill us. You understand that's bad as well. And they're like, can we sleep here? And be like, oh. If you do, if I harbor you, I'm like, right. I'm going to get killed. My family's going to get killed. Like, where where do you draw the line? And or, is it bravery? Do you stand up and say, fuck it, I don't care. It's the and, right thing to do. And there's people who would do that. There are, yeah. And there's a lot of people who would say, look, I just don't want to be involved. Yeah. And where is that? Is that bad or is that good? And then there's other people who say, well, uh, no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, like, that's a fine line. Like, I would love to say I would, of course, do the right thing and be like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to save this. I'm going to save these people. I'm going to think more of myself or not. Uh, what am I trying to say? Well, I have already told Tony and my buddy John Carasquell, if they start kicking Puerto Ricans out of the country, they can sleep in my basement. I'll hide them here. <laughs> so I, I've taken my stand. You know, it's just like you don't know until you're there. Like, what would you do? 
It's true. All joking aside, you don't know. You got some crazy Nazis willing to fucking murder your whole family just for, you know, storing a a non-Nazi partisan in your basement or your attic. You could say Jew, it's okay. What are you going to do? I don't know. Honestly. You going to take up arms or? I know what I'd say I'd do. Because ultimately it's what, death for what, you what, if you get what, caught. What I, I, it's I, death for everyone if you get caught. What I feel that I'd want to do, but when the time comes, what would you actually do? Right, yeah. You don't know. You won't know until that moment. Right. I mean, I'll talk big and say, I'll do the fuck all boy. Right, yeah. But. Man, talk is cheap. It is. And, you know, <clears throat> so so you have this guy's come over here and he's 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 basically the start of this program. Right. Is everything on this program... He said he was the godfather of Plum Island. Is everything in this program up and up? Or is there some things they're just not telling us? Or was there something nefarious going on? I think uh, I think they... I don't think he was just let loose. I'm pretty sure he was probably under a watchful eye. I think most of those scientists in Operation Paperclip were. Yeah. But then you have like Warner Von Braun. He went on to, to, to found science, uh, NASA. Right. He, well, he was a rocket scientist. Yeah. So he said, like, a, a legit, <laughs> a legit. I don't know his exact background, but you know, I don't think he was involved with anything like designing the concentration camps. Well, no, he was trying to design rocket-powered aircraft and uh, yeah, uh, bombs. Uh, yeah, bombs. So I don't know. It's it's. But okay, was he forced into it by the Nazi Party? Or did he just find that being a capitalist was a more beneficial thing for him here? You know what I mean? I I can't get into his mind and figure out what the hell he was doing. I think you're going to have a lot of a lot of both. You'll probably have some real diehard Nazis that like legitimately hated Jews and wished them all dead, mm-hmm. and then they just took the okay, this is uh, my way out. I'm going to play nice. I'm going to just I just pretend I don't hate Jews. Yeah. That that's that, and that we're done now. I'm just gonna hide now. Uh, and and you think about like someone like my grandfather, who of German descent, was not allowed to fight in the European theater because he was German. Because there was a mis there was a mistrust of an American who proudly served his country, and he ended up serving in Pan in the Pacific, Panama. I don't know. Hmm. Anyways. What the hell do we get on this subject? I don't know. Some crazy stuff here. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was pretty right. good, good topic. Good, uh, it was good sidebars. And, uh, so, I don't know, folks. Keep your eyes open. And... Well, what else you got on the Montauk Monster? I don't have anything on the Montauk Monster. There's not much. No, I think it's bullshit. I don't. I just think it was a partially decomposed something. something. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and... and... People tried to make a conspiracy yeah. out of it, and it just—I yeah. don't think it—it it, it didn't hold weight. It's—it's it's happened. What the facility's been there since the fifties, fifty-four, and this happened twice officially in since fifty-four. Who knows how long it was there unofficially? Yeah, I don't know. And it was uh, two little freaking mutated. Weird looking things wash up ashore. I, I don't know. I don't buy it. 
I could see if it if it kept happening or. Plus the the human with the long fingers. <laughs> the so Johnny Longfingers from New York. Johnny Longclaws. <laughs> I think they said that the second Montauk monster that washed up on shore, I guess in Connecticut, uh, or uh, Long Island, it looked like it had chicken feet. That just could be. It's decomposed more there than any place else. Uh, so I mean, I mean, uh, uh, mixing two things is nothing new. They've been doing that forever. Trying to been doing that forever. Like, uh, well, that's how you have labradoodles, <laughs> right? Yeah. So maybe they thought, well, we mix this and that together, we'll get something that's immune to, or something that can eat this tick that's infected with all this crap. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I think my main concern would be that fucking facility being under a terrorist attack. Well, my main concern is it, it's the next Wuhan of some virus or something. Or, like yeah, some, some moron, you know, they're just with sloppy protocols, let something out. But I think they need some kind of new updated facility, not something from World War II. And, I mean, eh. I guess that's why we pay taxes to keep us to keep us safe. Like you know, if half our freaking if foot and mouth disease gets out and destroys all the the cows here, we're gonna have no milk, no butter, no beef. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No butter. Yeah, no Fuck butter. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just. And then again, it goes back to that guy saying, "We're just we're here to make sure that your hamburgers don't cost ninety dollars a piece." I'm good with that. Yeah. Because I like me a hamburger. Mm, God, I haven't had a burger forever. I was going to make burgers today with no buns. <sighs> Should have. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything else to add to that. All right. Well, that, that was a decent topic. I mean. Yeah. I thought it was, it's, you know, it's, it's just pretty short. I did not think it was going to go to this direction. It was interesting research. I didn't think it was going to go this direction either because every time you come up with something, it's like, Deep dark conspiracy. I know, yeah, but I mean, I think the the older I get, the less I believe in conspiracy. Um, but this just this to me is just common sense. And like, yeah, although are you shocked that we have a facility that that has a bio warfare research lab? No, not at no. all. We should. I mean, because every fucking other country does. If you can't keep up with the Joneses, right? You're not going to be a Jones anymore. No. Yeah. That made no sense. Well, I got it. It made sense to me. You know what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think we've solved the mystery of Plum Island. Solved. And what will happen is, before this episode airs, you're going to see something in the news. This is what's been happening. Every time we do a topic, now it takes me a week or two to get everything in line. We have a couple episodes already in, in queue to, to come up. So, like, this will come up, like, three or four weeks from now, from the day that we actually film it. And uh, next week, we'll see something in the news because our phones are right here and Google's listening to us. Oh, for sure. And you'll see something about Plum Island that'll that'll confirm everything that we came up with. <laughs> so, you know, thank you for taking on the world. <laughs> <laughs> How many times has that happened? Like, three or four times now? I think so, yeah. 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 Like what's that's our next conspiracy? Yeah, the yeah, the Google listening devices. Yeah. Yep. 
That's for real. Yeah, that is for real. Try to search something on your phone to see if it doesn't come up as an Just ad. Just talk about it. Yeah. That's the weirdest one that happens. When you talk about something and it pops up on your Facebook feed? Here's a weird one. We had a contractor come to the jail. Now, I don't know this guy. I never met him. First time. I only met him like twice. He comes in. We sign him in. Go through his tools, everything. Blah, 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 blah. A week later, he comes up as a... a, a not that he requested me as a friend. Just as an acquaintance you might know. Yeah. Here's someone you might want a friend on Facebook. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. His phone probably like linked to the, like the Wi-Fi or something. Jeez. You saw yours. Yeah. On, you know, you never know, man. It's, it's weird how that shit works. The whole big whatever. Uh, that, that movie we watched, or the show with me, me and Deb watched on, uh, on uh, social media. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah. That's why I I, sh- I should know the name of it. I don't. But you Yeah, should... my sister told me about that. What the hell was it? It was uh shit. No, I'll figure it out. That was last year, twenty twenty. The social, social dilemma. Social dilemma. The yeah, social yeah. dilemma. If you get a chance, check that out. Yeah. The, and it's not great cinematography, but it makes you think. Oh, yeah. Makes you think. So that might be a good topic for the future. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, like I said, we, we solved Plum Island. We solved the Mantok monster. <laughs> um, we took on the world. Now you go take on the world. Hold on, stop. Welcome back to the shit show 2.0. Okay, boomer. Damn millennials. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Even flirters who who are obviously mentally ill. Oh, this is going to go downhill real quick.